0: I hate the thongs. Oh, the how ho- extra it is? Literally the length, like literally, like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but like the triangle doesn't fit my vajay area. Yeah. It's like skinny. And then all of a sudden, like my thong goes all the way up yeah. to my waist. It doesn't fit like a true triangle. You need fat pads.
1: That's yeah. what you mean for Fat real- pads, obviously. Fat panty pads. Welcome to another episode of the Beauty Breakdown, where we break down ideologies, misconceptions, and hot topics surrounding beauty. I'm Glamzilla, and today it's gonna be a curveball because we're breaking down what it's like to be a curvy girl in a non-inclusive world. Today I'm talking to my friend Katie. By day, she's a glamorous model. So yeah, I officially have a model friend. I've always wanted a model friend. And by night, she's a marketing genius. So let's get into it. Give her a beauty shot. Like give her a beauty shot. Cue the Beyonce wind. Yes, (laughs) let's get into it. Hi Katie, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited, thanks for having me. Oh my God. Like right off the bat, I'm actually a fan.
0: I don't, you know you. Oh, you know. They, no, well, Rebecca told me you were a fan, and I was like, <laughs> "No, I'm a fan." So I was like, "Are you? You're joking, right?" Because I'm like a newbie to this industry, so it's oh like, "Oh my God,
1: no! She's not. She's been modeling forever." Nine like, years, yeah. You know what? When I became plus size, which is probably nine years ago, honey, um, I saw you in Fashion Nova. I saw you in so many different. Yeah. Um, Websites, Yeah. And you were the only girl that I related to because you really? were Asian. And I'd, I was
0: like. That is so crazy because, like, I just I'm from, like, a small town. So, like, I don't mm-hmm. really think anything of it. I just, like, do it. And then I, you know, you just don't think anything of it. And when people say that, you're like, I feel so regular and just, like, I don't know. I can make oh, that impact. Regular?
1: You know, what I, mean? you know um, what I mean? You know what I You know what? Here's a secret. You're on my Pinterest board. Shut up. You're my body image Pinterest <gasps> board life long dream. Stop. So you are that everything to me. That is amazing. I can't. That's like special. Oh my gosh. I can't. Okay. Let's dive into it. Okay. Hot topic question. Yeah. What do you think about the word fat? Trauma.
0: <laughs> Trauma yeah i yeah. think for me like um i think now the word has changed but i think growing up the word fat was very negative especially like being asian the word fat oh, is very girl. negative and, and asian american i think oh, because i did learn um fat like in china meant something different it wasn't negative in china what does it mean well because if you were fat that means you were being fed you oh, know what i mean fed, and you were rich that's yes. what it meant like if you had paler skin you were more chubbier like you were you were you know, you had money and you could do those things. And if you were darker and skinnier, you were out in the fields, like working. That's mm-hmm. what my family had told me. Yeah. So when I was hearing fat growing up, like being an Asian girl from my Asian side, cause they'll say it freely. They're like, Oh, you're getting fat. Like they don't even sugarcoat yeah. anything. They're like, they're like, Oh, it's not like you get a little chunky there. No, they're like, you're fat. Yeah. Like they say it in Chinese and oh, you're, you're like, you're so big now. You're so big now. Yeah. And so you're like, Oh, traumatized you know what i mean because like i'm an, Ameri- an american asian i'm not from china so mm-hmm. the cultures are very different and i think my asian side didn't mean it in a harming way yeah. but they didn't understand the cultural differences
1: i so, relate to that so much because growing up like my aunts and my mom would be the ones that would tell me that you're fat yeah you're getting big and you know what in school that made me not have asian friends I didn't want to have Asian friends because all of the Asian girls in my school were five foot two and And a size two a size. Yeah. So I'm this five foot seven plus size girl in grade nine. I didn't feel like I belonged anywhere. So it was really hard for me to relate to my Asian roots because I didn't feel like I was the beauty standard. Yeah, I can can see where that I mean, I struggled too. like I loved fashion
0: so much, but I hated shopping. growing up like and looking back i didn't feel like i was that big to be honest but at that time i thought i was like really really big and i would have to shop at the missy's at like you know when limited did you guys have limited two in canada yes i wanted to wear limited two and they didn't have my size i was over the size and that's what all the girlies were wearing my mom would have to go to like we would go to tj maxx marshalls or whatever macy's and we, she'd be like, okay, you have to go to the Missy section. Because my mom's plus yeah. two. So, like, this is what you have to do. Yeah. And um, I remember I couldn't even find, like, proper jeans. Remember low-rise was in? And, like, that was, like, a trauma in itself, low-rise jeans. Oh but um, it was a struggle for me. Like, I never really found it fun. And and when I look back at it, I get angry by it because, like, I wasn't even that big. Like, I was just, right. like, tall and, like, broad, like bigger bones. Like, I, Yeah, I was curvy. Like, I I didn't have the same body type as, you know, my peers. And it's funny because you said, like, you didn't really have any Asian friends. Well, I, in the Bay Area, it's predominantly Asian. Asian. Yeah. And my girlfriends were white. <laughs> my girlfriends are white. It's hard to relate. And um, I just didn't relate to them as much as I related more to, like, somebody in my white side or something like that. It was weird. It's weird yeah. being a what people now call hoppa I've always just said I was Mm -hmm. half yeah and I actually took this um class when I was in UCSB and he was like the the professor was a hoppa and he was like look you'll either have issues growing up as a hoppa or uh, issues as an adult as a hoppa like figuring out your identity right
1: yeah
0: I didn't have issues I would say until I was growing up like current day I have issues with being too different versus like when I was younger
1: when I was younger I was just like oh whatever it was When When I was growing up, like, I found it really hard to connect with my culture Mm -hmm. because, like I said, the beauty standard was so different. I've never felt like I fit in. Um, Shopping for clothes, it was heartbreaking because I would always get bigger. Right. Just when I thought I was shopping at my store and I figured out my routine and what I was comfortable in, I got bigger. Right. And um, for me, I got bigger because... I found comfort in food yeah, and um, every
0: emotion every happy emotion, angry. That's still to me for today. Like yeah. when I'm happy, like when I need like when I'm exhausted and I need to pick me up. It's a boba. Like yeah. every time like any, you brought me
1: a boba. Yeah, today.
0: that's like I, was like I need a boba for today. Right? You know what I mean? Like it's always a thing connected. It's
1: weird, you know? Yeah, for me, um, I grew up with nothing like yeah. nothing. So our treat when we did well was food like my mom would buy me mcdonald's yeah or buy me pizza because that was our treat so we weren't just eating like corned beef yeah right right um and from then on i like it was a treat for me yeah so it's i think that still is now
0: like um i think our era of our parents they had like i don't know about your parents but my parents weren't like living in LA it's like working out eating healthy like that Mm -hmm. wasn't their era like their era was like like my dad came from China like it was about building empires like you didn't have to go to college to be successful Mm -hmm. you could literally just work on a craft and like become a millionaire you know what I mean and like they weren't focused on like working out and eating healthy like it's just a Mm -hmm. different era I think and like Instilled in their
1: kids because, like, I didn't grow up having to go to the gym or anyth- anything yeah. like that. And just is all about comfort, yeah. And speaking about comfort, like the pillows that we have, we're, we're currently holding pillows to yeah. ourselves. This and could be a toxic trait that I right, have from sitting this, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so one day I um, was at a party and I was sitting down on the couch and I went and I said, Can you pass me a pillow? And I was like, it's comforting to hold the pillow. Yeah. But what I'm actually doing with this f-ing pillow is comforting myself that nobody's looking at my rolls when I'm sitting down.
0: Yeah. It's a hundred percent subconsciously I do that all the time and consciously I do that all the time because you know why I don't trust nobody with these angles. Okay. Right. Cause with curves, we have specific angles that make us look flattering. Yeah. And beca- with being a model, I've noticed that people who don't understand curves, they don't care what type of angle that they're pointing yeah. at you. And like they can really make you unflattering or, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. You want to take away our pillows together? Okay. We can take away our pillows. It's not bad. Hey, how you doing? I know, right? Pillow free? It's not, it, it's not bad. It's, it's freeing, but, you know. It's still like a, a pillow. What do they
1: say? Like an emotional support? Emotional thing. support yeah. pillow.
0: Yeah, it is. It is emotional. Right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, I feel good. I kind of feel free. I also want to cry. Really, right? Yeah. It is kind of emotional when you think about it. Yeah, because it, I wish I was able to do that for everything. Right. If I was able to let go of how I feel about myself in the mornings where I don't feel like I'm me, yeah, if I could just throw it away like that, it would be so much easier to just be. Because I look at, you know what I'm jealous of? I'm not jealous that people are skinny. I'm jealous of the freedom they have to be
0: well i, I definitely I agree i'm jealous of the treatment that they get mostly the yeah. opportunities that they get versus somebody let 's talk about
1: that since you're a model yeah, what are the differences that a plus size model has to go through versus just a regular model
0: I mean the opportunities is just one thing there's an array of opportunities and specifically let's talk about beauty within within that. They used to not have plus girls do beauty. That was really hard. And and that's when I was started nine years ago at five, you know, even five years ago. That wasn't a thing. This that this is just recent that they just started using plus girls and beauty shots. I remember being like, I want to do a beauty campaign.
1: Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, that's really hard, girlfriend. Yeah. Because of the double chin, the wider face.
0: I never understood because it's not like they honestly see your body. It's like from here up. Like, think about it. Rihanna just came out with a bunch of shades. This is all very, very recent with this stuff. So, um, it's really hard. They get a lot more opportunities. I mean, it's one thing, just like white girls get a bunch of opportunities and I'm half white, but nobody identifies me as white. So I can't really like go for those opportunities. I don't qualify for that, but like, it's one thing for white girls. And then you don't
1: qualify
0: (laughs) pretty much. That's
1: messed up. That's how the world is nowadays, right? And, like, if you are a plus-size girl on a beauty campaign, you can't have a double chin.
0: You can't have a double chin. And plus is a size 14. It's not in L.A. Now, if you go to New York, plus is, like, a size 10, So when I started modeling, I was a size 10. Not by by choice. I just, like, I was doing PR. I was a publicist. Mm -hmm. And I had lost a bunch of weight because... Um, my the stress. The stress. It was literally the yeah. stress. We didn't eat. Like yeah. we were just on the go and not on purpose. It just mm-hmm. happened. And when I got discovered to become a model, they were like, oh, like if you become a size 14, you'll make more money. And I had just gotten into my workout routine and I, and I was like, oh, okay. So they kind of like encouraged me to do that. And I did do that. But it's crazy because like when I became a size 14, that's when I got all, a lot of my work. I used to wear fat pads. That's mm-hmm. how crazy it was. Yeah. And, but then when i became a, a a size 14 um now like i'm a size 14 now and like they're like oh size 10 is more favorable it's like especially in new york if you want to do anything high fashion anything like that like size 10 is like where it's at but if you want to do like what la is known for is commercial work so uh-huh. like old navy walmart yeah. ads you know what you see on the internet with forever 21 Girl, nike that's a 14.
1: i can't get past the fat pads it was the fat pads for me I didn't oh even know it
0: existed. So what they did is I got signed and they were like, I think you should buy some fat pads.
1: They're called fat pads. No,
0: no, no. They're mannequin padding. So like if, if a, you know, seamstress needed to create more shape on the mannequin, there's like foam that like you could put for your hips, your ass, like anywhere. So we would get that. You would double spanks. So you would put one Spanx on. A double spanks today, honey. Yeah. <laughs> but then you would put the, the fat pads in between the spanks. And then you would layer that way, so it gives you more hips. Then I would go to Victoria's Secret, and I would get the bombshell bra, which uh-huh. has the double D, like, you could get uh-huh. two sizes up. Because oh I wanted God. to be proportioned. I didn't want to be, like, so unproportioned.
1: You, in a sense, you're not fat enough.
0: You're, you're not, not skinny, skinny enough. enough. And so now I'm a 14, it's like, okay, like, you're great for L.A. stuff, but if I go to New York, it's, like, it's a
1: little limited. You know, it's completely different for me because... Um, in, as a beauty blogger or a beauty content creator, a beauty influencer, um, before, so I've been doing this for 12 years and there was nobody that looked like me. It was all like
0: there still isn't somebody that looks like there's very few plus people in the beauty game. But why
1: do you know? Like growing up, I loved makeup because it's the only thing that made me feel beautiful. Mm hmm because I felt like I was ugly. I felt like if I wore a red lipstick and I had amazing lashes, that I was that bitch.
0: But you know what, a lot of plus girls feel like they have to overcompensate on like- But why? The, those things, because people, I talked to, because my mom is plus too, and we talk yeah. about this all the time. I think people see plus, if we're not put together- That's then an we're issue, then we're sloppy. sloppy. Yeah. We're lazy. We're very sloppy. We're very lazy. We don't take care of ourselves. We're not hygienic. Like, those are very much things. And I think that's
1: so <sighs> wild to me. You know what is also a thing? Like, if I just wear a boxy black shirt that if another person wore, it wouldn't be considered sloppy. True. But for me, if I have leggings and a and, a, and just a regular black t-shirt, I'm underdressed. I can't afford clothes, even though we know damn well that black t-shirt cost me $50. (laughs) Nowadays, probably a (laughs) hundred. Right? Yeah, yeah, probably a hundred. And that's the hard part about being plus size. But now I want to talk about what we go through today and how hard it is um, to be used as a plus size person. For example, I, I am very aware that sometimes I get used in brand campaigns because I'm plus size, because 100%. I'm Asian. It's a checkbox. Yeah, it's a checkbox for marketing. And as much as I, I know I'm contributing to that, I know I have to contribute to that to create space, space for people like me and you. So right now, today, I am a token, and I am very aware of that, but I need to step up. We need to step up as tokens to create more space in our communities because only then... Will we thrive together?
0: Yeah. I, I forgot who said this, but like you, in order to get change, you have to almost participate in the change and be the and first to say up. it because then you're not really opening the doors. So like there are certain plus girls that are getting tons of opportunity versus others. For some reason, there's like somebody holding a gate key and they only are letting one or two in at a time. Make but, sure you
1: have fat pads. <laughs>
0: <right>? <laughs> but like they're only letting a few at a time. And it's like you can't hate on those girls. But what you can say to those girls is like, demand for more space for other people yes you know like be that voice because you have that platform and there's other girls that are dying to be with you on that platform Our boys too
1: yeah and 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 that's what's so challenging today it's because we're stuck in that limbo are we creating change are we creating more space or are we being tokens that's the hard part yeah and i don't think we're demanding
0: it enough i feel like we're embracing the token but like maybe we need to be more of a stand even me myself you know what i mean i think there's like me just being doing two years and influencing i'm not i should be thinking more like no that's not right like i think things happen so fast in this industry you still need time to like
1: be like no i need to this isn't right you know and to think about it it's only been two to three years where my body as a fat person has been accepted to as a person. Like, I am now considered a person. I am now considered as a person that should have clothes, that should be considered in marketing campaigns. Today is the only time. For but
0: even today is not, to me, it's limiting. Yes it's yes. between like, okay, they recognize you, but they're not fully embracing it. And I have this conversation like with a lot of people about the fashion industry, like New York fashion week, for mm-hmm. example, we're just going to put one or two plus girls on the runway. And like, we've yeah. checked that box. Uh, they're just all they're doing and not just high fashion, fast fashion as well, checking boxes. And yes. that's what bothers me is, is like, you're not real, you don't really care. Yeah. You're only caring because people are saying something Yes. and then You want to be selective, like, for example, for Fashion Week, they're only going to use the same four girls, top four girls, and they're not going to give anybody else a chance. You know what I mean? That's not giving, that's not caring. That's
1: gatekeeping. Yeah. And you know what? Fat doesn't sell. But more than ever now, we see that fat pads sell. We belong in our communities. And we, you know what's crazy, actually? We had to create our own community to feel welcome in society. Yeah. We had to create, like, I know so many plus size girls that have in the recent searches plus size fashion hashtag, yeah,
0: plus I mean, plus size
1: model, plus size girl, size three X. On
0: TikTok, they come up. You know, what we I have mean? to
1: create our own community to feel valued in society. Uh, yeah. That's it's f- f- up. It's messed up, but.
0: We have to be the change to create the change. Yeah. But I feel like, okay, now we're hashtagging it. And we're like, we're almost accepting what we have. Like we're accepting what we're getting from this fa- these fast fashion people. And mm-hmm. we're, we're accepting the attitude that we're getting from high fashion on runways. Like, oh, at least they put a curve girl. No, it's no, not it's enough. Not at least. It's not enough. That's it. And it's not fair. Like. What I've noticed too is is like brands will start plus curve divisions within their company but not yeah. do their research and fit, not yeah. do their research and what sizing they are. Like recently I just heard I don't want to bash the brand just yet, but like they put 4X but really their 4X is a 2X. Yeah. Let's see if you can figure out who yeah. it is and just to say that they're plus, but they're not really plus because their 4X isn't true 4X. It's uh-huh. actually a 2X. Okay, you know the shirt I'm
1: wearing? Yeah. They, what's what size do you think I am? It depends because exactly it depends, it depends because
0: modeling there's junior plus mm-hmm. which I would be like what they would have was a one x but if you go to Lane Bryant mm-hmm. my one x I'm actually like a large oh. and one x so there's different okay but there's different forms of plus and that's that opens the door to another conversation too because mm-hmm. there's plus girls as teens yeah. there's plus girls as 20s, yeah. 30s, 40s, exactly 50s. And what they're doing is they're like literally there's nothing in between. It's like either you're wearing her, mumu's floral here or you're wearing skulls and floral and skulls and kimonos f- come down on. there. Skulls with the roses? Can't I forget cannot. the skulls and the
1: roses. We love okay, skulls I'll and call roses. Tori. Tori
0: needs to quit it. Lane Bryant needs to quit it. Like Listen to your customers. Your customers are saying what they want to say. I will give toward it because I used to model for them. I loved their lingerie stuff. Like I love their, but the Skulls and Roses
1: has I never bought the Skulls and Roses, but I, you know. I had to buy the Skulls and Roses. Really? That was the only thing that made me feel comfortable. But then who wants to sleep with somebody who has Skulls and Roses maybe on maybe having <laughs> They'd be ha- t- I would t- feel sexy <laughs> in circles and roses <laughs> They would have the Because wa- I would model their
0: laundry, Their underwears would be like a kitty Like right at the vajage And it'd be like a little cartoon kitty Or it'd be like Harry Potter Or Disney I'm like I want to feel sexy I know Like And I'm not boxy I,
1: hate- I am curvy I
0: They okay what they do is they literally just make everything a box. Yeah, no, because it's like, easier for it's them. It's easier for them. and But that, to me, is not doing your research on plus and different si- body size types. There's a, uh, Fashion Nova used to do this, was is that they would take, and this is kind of how they killed the game for plus fast fashion, is they would take small, medium, and large. Though they already had that with their vendors. And they're like, oh, size that up like two or three inches. So they never really cared about fit. They were just going to their vendors and saying, like, just add it to make this look into a 1X, 2X, 3X. Well, a romper that fits a size small, medium, and large, I need more inseam for yeah. a 1X, 2X, 3- 3X. Like, yeah. when you try theirs on literally, like, that's up here. Yeah. Like, literally, you're wearing underwear. They exactly. just don't care about those things. You know what
1: actually is my issue? Um, I hate underwear. I hate plus-size underwear. Oh, I hate plus-size underwear. You know underwear. why? Because um, I have a big stomach, but I don't have a fat pussy. So why mm. the f- Mm. is my vagina area five seven inches like that's crazy that's not the problem i have uh, i hate the thongs oh the how ho- extra it is literally
0: the length like literally like <laughs> i don't know how to explain it but like the triangle doesn't fit my vajage area yeah. it's like skinny and then all of a sudden like my thong goes all the way up yeah. to my waist it doesn't fit like a true triangle you need fat pads
1: that's yeah. what you need for that
0: pads, obviously fat panty pads. I That's always crazy. complain about the thongs because it's like it de- isn't Just it supposed underwear. to
1: cover your triangular area? Well, honey, mine covers my thighs, my legs and everything. If I took my if I showed you my underwear right now, this is how wide the vagina area is. Excuse me. See, That's I have rude. the opposite issue. The vagina area
0: is not wide enough, and then the, 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 um... So, where's the happy medium? Does that mean I have a fat pussy?
1: <laughs> you got, you got a fat pussy, bitch. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Um, so, sh- you know who I lo- love, though? Skims. Okay, so I'm, I... love Skims. You do,
0: because I'm wearing Skims right now. I'm wearing Skims. Okay, but I'm Sponsored wearing, by Skims. Right? I'm kidding. But I do have some notes. Um... <laughs> I really like their uh, fits everybody because it
1: fits everybody.
0: But what I'm noticing is that fabric stretches mm-hmm. if like throughout the day. Oh, and, and then you have to size loose. down and it gets loose. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So I don't, Actually, I think that's I, my issue right now. Yeah. Like I have a wedgie right now.
1: Cause like, it's, you can pick it. It's, I'm
0: gonna, it's like kind of comfortable right there.
1: All right. I've got to fix my fabric right. in my vagina. As no, well.
0: but are you wearing the fits everyone? Um, bra. Oh, the bra. Yeah. I'm wearing the underwear. Cause I like her tones. You know? Isn't that a thing? Because you know what? I'm, like, a little bit crazy, and I want to be able to pick a bra and an underwear that match. Yeah. So I usually just do nudes and black. You know what I think Skims is missing, though? Hmm. Skulls and <laughs> roses. <laughs> she might come out with that. She did come out with something, like, floral. But I, I think I need to try her other underwear, because I've only tried this fits everybody underwear. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with it. Like, it's the best out... This is the sad part, and, like, good for them, but, like, the best thing out there right now for what I can find because I used to buy torrid underwear so like
1: this is the best thing I can find but and that's sad I think it's awesome that she did that though yeah but But I think this is the Rihanna marketing thing it's like exactly what Fenty did and she was like I'm gonna do it for underwear and I I I respect the hustle and I expect respect the the brand story of her cutting her own spanks and all of that yeah
0: have you tried like her other stuff in your size and you felt like like yeah and they
1: i was fine with the viral um tiktok dress yeah um i was fine with oh actually some of them it was the fashion nova thing like some of them were either boxy or some of them were too tight Mm -hmm. or some of them was 2x but was labeled because i'm
0: like a 2x for them because like i literally do not want to be out of breath putting on a 1x like and like
1: i'm out of breath I'm sweating. All the time. sweating. I'm sweating right now.
0: But I do what I think she was very innovative with was the Spanx with the cut off leg. So that, that one, was cool. That was like the best.
1: Yeah. Have you tried Yidi yet? I haven't tried Yidi. Yidi, yet. no. She t- I don't know why. I'll tell you one thing. I don't relate to it as much as Skims. I, for some reason, I respect the hustle of Skims compared to Yidi. I don't know what it is. I cannot connect with the brand. However, I connect with Lizzo.
0: Right. But the brand, maybe it's the font
1: maybe it's the font I, think I, it's, I hate it
0: well she has everything in loud colors versus like I think and not that I don't love color I love color but realistically I'm not wearing color but that's just me though color cuz like underwear and bra because they always when I think fashion sense like you can see it like through yeah. your clothes
1: yeah so, so would you rather do a bright color or skulls and roses. I'd go skulls and roses.
0: Really? Like is, is that is skulls, disgusting? Is skulls and roses like like are they muted tones? Is that why? Maybe. Depends. Um,
1: I would just do that. Probably. You, you know, know what I want to also talk about? Sizing. Uh huh. Okay. Like we were getting into it earlier, but this right now, it's a six X. Mm. I am only a three X. I'm a three X woman, but then in men, I'm a two X. Interesting, and then in Asia sizes, I don't even fit. Well, in, Asia in Asian sizes.
0: sizes, we were talking about this. I'm getting married soon, and I have a Chinese like tea ceremony, mm-hmm. and um, I have a customized dress. So they like it's called East Meets Dress. They also do like any dresses that you want customized. Really Shout out great. to them, sponsored. by okay. <laughs> They're really great to work with. Um, it, but I, my brother also got married a couple of months ago, so I needed to do, have a different dress for his wedding. I can't wear red because mm-hmm. the bride's wearing red. I go to um, downtown LA because I was like, that's the fastest, cheapest way I can do it. And the lady, the first store I went to, who was highly rated on Yelp, told me I needed to lose weight because she's like, "You you can't fit these dresses. You have to lose weight." And you've then you've
1: got to lose weight for the
0: event. I'm like, I'm not. You've got to gain weight. I got you've so lose annoyed. Weight. I was like, I'm not losing weight. How oh dare! I went next door. The girl was like, I have a six X, and I think you can fit a six X. A six X, honey, you're too. And then Excuse I thought me? like a six X, like and then I started thinking about like my Asian sisters in China or like just Asian girls girlies in general, like how that is that has to be traumatizing because they like where are <sighs> they shopping? How are they getting clothes? You know what I mean? That sucks.
1: Thinking about my hardships versus other people's hardships. I'm complaining and I live in a world where we have Skims, Yiri, yeah, Torrid. Yeah. We have options. Even, even though, though it's limited. Not, yeah. It's we super have limited.
0: But we still have a little bit more options than what other people have. My issue with our options, though, is that there's not a scale of quality and size cost appropriate. So mm-hmm. like, if you wanted something really high end, they say, we, well, we use extra fabric. So we're gonna charge you two to $300 more Not the extra fabric versus like, you know, something else.
1: So going back to when you were younger. Yeah. Um, do you remember how you felt when you would go shopping with your friends?
0: Oh, terrible. I, my, so my two best girlfriends were literally 90 pounds, literally. And I remember this one time, mortified, like the worst. I will never forget it. They wanted to wear, like at the time, like Roxy, Sun was really in, so mm-hmm. like Roxy and what famous brand or whatever, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. even remember. And all those surfer brands, and it was one of my best friend's birthday. And she's like, I want to do a photo shoot. Remember those days where you go and do yes. a photo shoot
1: with your little Canon camera, <laughs> and it yeah, was well pink. You, yeah, you, those
0: backgrounds yes. and stuff like that. So she wanted to do that,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: those shirts were pretty expensive. They were like fifty dollars a shirt, yeah. and my mom and they, she wanted like Superman shirts. That yeah. was just the thing. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And my mom goes, no, I'm not buying that for you. That's super expensive. That's $50 for a sure. I'm not buying it for you. Yeah. They didn't even have my size anyways. I'd have to go to like men's, right? And they're like petite. So they're like size mm-hmm. extra small. So I had to wear a white tank top and they were wearing the matching outfits and they're like same size, look the same. And the photographer didn't know what to do with me. So he did the worst thing possible. He put, put you in the middle. He put me in the middle. But on a fucking baby
1: horse, those little baby rocking horses. That should have been this photo.
0: I, I should have. I like. I. It's the funniest thing, and I don't think my girlfriends are aware like how that made me feel. How did it make you feel? I hated it. I could have cried. And like, they're both sitting on the side, kind of like this. You know what I mean? And I'm like, on a fucking rocking chair. On a rocking chair. And it. And think about it. Like during that time, like there wasn't flattering clothes for girls who were curvier like mm-hmm. so it was like a box tank top and like you know what I mean it just and I know exactly it just did not about. look good and I remember it was our senior year and you know how sometimes you get like we're, we've been friends since we were in fourth grade so like we wanted a page in the back of the yearbook because we mm-hmm. were graduating and I remember they specifically wanted to put that photo on there and I was like please do not put that photo they didn't understand mm-hmm. and I don't think they'll ever understand but like mm-hmm. I was like, don't put that photo, please. That's like the most embarrassing photo. And they're like, it's funny. We all look stupid. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. You know what I mean? You know what was hard for me growing up? The change room after gym. Oh, really? Yeah. I found creative ways to change. How? There's just ways you could put on your clothes and put on your bra. Oh, yes. Like you didn't want to show skin. So like I would have my oversized gym tee like first mm-hmm. change my pants first because you wouldn't yeah. see anything you wouldn't yes. see my role so exactly that first and then you would take your other shirt already prepped so you take your arms out of the first and, one yeah and, and then, then you, you cool do the loop this.
1: yeah yes yeah. that little loop yeah for me I would go so in college I was in police school so imagine that I'm a oh, plus-size wow. girl in police school everybody's fit doing the yeah. the runs the, the the workouts I kept up but the change room was the hardest for me because um, there was no reason. Just
0: subconscious. It's just subconscious. It was just me. Yeah. For me, that's crazy that you did that. For me, like in school, like I didn't do police school, of course, mm-hmm. but like where PE was the worst for me because I wasn't athletic. And, and was. I was. Yeah, and I thought that, I. okay, so it's crazy. I don't know if, uh, if, I, if you know, but I ran a marathon with Nike um, two years work. ago, and I was the biggest girl. They were, they ha- they had sponsored 35 girls that never ran a marathon, and I was the biggest girl. I was always last in our practice, um, and it it actually brought back trauma from when I was younger. Just being bigger, it like they you know how they would ju- evaluate if you were fit by the yeah. time. So if you didn't do a, a mile in 10 minutes, then you're overweight and you you're not. But that that happened to me in first grade. So imagine you're a girl that happens to you in first grade right then when you're growing up like for me I just then thought I was not athletic mm-hmm. I was not good at any sport for years yeah and it's not about that And going through the marathon and training and being able to finish 26 miles what had Nike had taught me was it's not that you're not fit you're not being properly trained like for running there's running form Mm -hmm. there's running shoes you need to wear Mm -hmm. and it's not about how fast you are like you there's ways to run like I was running wrong my whole life I didn't know that until I did this training but like to be told that at a young age and never to try sports or never really give it my all because I just literally thought I was unathletic because of my size Mm -hmm. like how many girls go through that on a daily basis you know maybe not with sport but maybe with something
1: else you know yeah like I'm a 4x 3x 4x but you know what being fat has taught me? It's taught me resilience. It's taught me my self-worth other than how I look. Yeah. It's taught me confidence. It's taught me acceptance. It's taught me empathy for other people. It's taught me to be my true self. And it's, it's also taught me that I bring more to the table than what my pant size is. At what point in your life did you feel like you realized that? You know what? I remember exactly when it happened. Um, So my, I have little sisters, and I remember like talking negatively about myself, Mm -hmm. and they were looking at me, and then the next week they were doing that to themselves. And I realized that moment, they don't look at me as Stephanie or Steffi, that's size 24. They look at me as somebody like, somebody that's funny, somebody that's courageous, somebody that's brave. And when I started looking at myself through the eyes of the people that love me, I was able to love myself because I'm not my pant size, I'm not my panty size, I'm not my Spanx. I'm funny, yeah. I'm brave, I'm courageous, and I bring me to the table. And then I realized what we say and how we act around the people that we love, can really influence what they think about themselves, which goes back to how I felt when I was young. If my mom wasn't plus size and if she wasn't insecure, she wouldn't have relayed those messages to me. But my mom had to go through her own awakening, right? Same with my mom. In order for her to accept and love her body, that made me funnier and it made me more fierce. And I think it's time to take off from my glam. Katie, we're already we're already setting it off. Here's a makeup wipe. I'm ready to deglam with you. It's a part of the show where we it's the beauty breakdown.
0: I like I like deglamming because yeah. I don't want pimples. You know what I mean? You
1: know what's funny? Even though I'm a makeup artist and I'm a glam girl, I actually feel most confident when I'm just really me how about you when do you feel most confident
0: um well i at home i don't wear any makeup so like when i get my makeup done i like i'm like oh damn i'm a bad bitch oh you're a bad bitch but i do like prefer like not having any makeup on i feel like Uh it's so much more like easier to live
1: (laughs) and it's so much free just like not having underwear on yeah it's a vibe it is a vibe (laughs) right now
0: thinking about actually the way i do like to wear underwear though because i watch a lot of crime <laughs> tv and i'm like dude i have to have underwear at night because like what if some one of my house goes on fire like and i go outside and i don't have underwear on
1: mm-hmm. i think about those things yeah and what if i'm an you underwear die bully and you have dirty underwears on right and oh. the doctor has to cut it off you and it stinks and that's room. what you think that's what the,
0: i think i think about like oh there's like a, there's a fire in the middle of the night I don't have any underwear on, and I'm running out with no underwear. Like, I have to... Like, that's why I sleep with underwear, because I'm like, dude, no, I have to, like...
1: Now I'm going to be scared of... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, those are the things <laughs> I think of. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so going back to what we talked about and who we are today as we as we deglam. Yeah. what would you tell younger Katie? Um,
0: I always say, like the white noise like do you keep doing you you're doing great like mm-hmm. I think also being Asian with like you're really hard on yourself so yeah. don't be hard on yourself like I just remember when I was younger I would be like in my bra and undies and I would just look myself in the mirror and I would literally hold my stomach and I'm just like you know how you like play with yourself you're like yeah. like oh if it's like you're sucking it in you're like yeah playing with your fat you're like if I look you like this push it in yeah and I wish you didn't do that and um I wish I didn't like always care because it's like I looked great then, like even now, like that's why it's so hard to like. I hate sometimes when people call me body positive because not every day do I feel positive about my body.
1: It's and, about body acceptance.
0: Yeah, and I think people need to like be more, give people influencers too more grace about that because we we're like everybody else. We can't. We're not. We don't always love ourselves every mm-hmm. single day. We try. Yeah. But like if. Like, you know, it's like, you can be body positive, but then if you have a smoothie that morning, they're like, you're fat phobic all of a sudden. And it's just like, you know how people are on the internet? Yeah. But for my younger self, I'd just be like more forgiving, like more like give yourself grace, you know? Yeah. I sure. think I should still do that now. <laughs> it's, an, it's, it's a, a,
1: a, it's I a marathon.
0: It really it's a, it's a journey. That's what I say. When I did my marathon, I was like, it's not about me being fastest. It's like the journey of how I got there.
1: You know what's so hard, Um, thinking about it, I think it's so difficult to to pinpoint what exactly I would say to younger me, but I would give her a tip on how to make it easier. I got here because every single day I chose me. Every single day, instead of saying, I'm fat today, I said, I'm funny. I'm confident and I'm strong. That sounds so cringy. And it sounds like, oh, these are your affirmations for the morning. But no, for real, those little times that you say to yourself, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm too big, I'm bigger than her, she's smaller than me. All those little minuscule three-second moments create,
0: build up. They build up. Well, positivity is how you're going to really excel in a
1: lot of things, right? And knowing your worth. And um, what we focus on, I find, I find that what we focus on is always the negative. Well,
0: it's because easy. It's easier. Yeah. It's
1: easier. Um, I don't
0: like to take compliments. Like, you say stuff to me today. I was like, <laughs> I just, I just. Why?
1: I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I'm just like, oh, yeah. But see, people would think differently. Like, I would think because you're a model, you, you know that you're elite, that 1% of people that are good looking. But
0: here's the thing though, plus modeling is different than straight size modeling. When you're a plus size model, like I can't say to people, I'm a model. They're going to think, well, what type of model are you? Like they wouldn't think elite model. You're a model,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, It's like you're a model. I I always say I'm a plus size model. So it clicks to them like, oh, she's like, that makes sense. That's messed up.
1: What do you model hands? Your voice, your nose, that's messed up. Well, you know, or
0: they'll be like, you're an IG model. Like, no, no, Ew. you know what I mean, though? Like, that's why I always have to put, no, I'm a plus size model. And then people are like, stop saying plus size. But like, sometimes you have to say that for people, for it to click. You know what I mean? But what is a model? What is a model? And what makes a model? Honestly, who cares? Who cares what, what a model is? Like, I know that's like, it has like, I've been there, I've done it. And it's like it's so superficial in a lot of ways. Like, who cares about that? And that's why I enjoy influencing and, like, because you can be yourself. You know what I mean? I have to go on set as a model. I don't get to decide my hair and makeup. I don't get to decide what I'm wearing. Um, I had to wear fat pads. I couldn't really be myself. And it's so crazy because when I meet girls, and I'm sure you get this too sometimes, like, your followers, like, they want to be models. A lot of newer influencers, too, or people who are trying to break into the scene. They're like, I would love to model. I'm like, no, you would not, like you would mm-hmm. not love to model like you do not get to choose your makeup like you don't get to choose what you wear you're alone a lot of the times traveling alone um, it's not it's not as fun as people think it is occasionally we do get great opportunities great campaigns but a lot of times when you first start modeling you don't get those opportunities mm-hmm. that's a build-up mm-hmm. you know that's not off the bat
1: you're lucky if that's off the bat you know what I'm thinking about I'm thinking about like body shaming hmm and when I think about my experience it's actually women who body shame me and not men for like the men that I talk confidence. Yeah. Men that I talk to love my confidence, love my face, love my, love me. But women are the ones that tear me down. Why? Why do we do that to one another? I have no idea. But I can think about times where, um, before I was like who I am now, where I, Thought negative things about women too because I was insecure. It's a competitiveness,
0: I think, too, because I also think about before I was a model, I was in the entertainment industry doing PR, doing marketing. And what I've noticed is is I had more opportunities given to me by men who saw my potential of being successful in that realm versus women. And I think that's just off of being competitive. Uh, Even in modeling, too, it's like it's funny that high school, middle school things that you go through about like pettiness, it actually continues on in your life, yeah. but in different things, like you could even probably, we, we, we know we have it within the influencer community, even within yeah. the beauty community, even with the fashion community, it's like it's like being in a sorority, yeah. it's like being in high school in a clicky th-
1: situation,
0: but still applies to everything in life in different levels.
1: You know what the worst thing about being a plus-size girl on a brand trip is? Being the only one? Being the only one, and when there's gifting. Oh, this just has happened to me. Yeah, it makes me so sad because like all the other girls get beautiful brand stuff and then I would get Amazon. Which is Amazon's great and I love Amazon. But
0: it's not the same. It's not the same. Okay, so there it's funny you say that. It's not funny you say that. Well in modeling few things and modeling I'm always the only plus size model the only I never work with very rarely do I have another girl on set with me unless mm-hmm. it's like a fashion to figure or a Lane Bryant where it's only yeah. focused on plus but if you go to like forever if you go to whatever you're usually like the only plus model so I've, I'm used to always being alone But two things had happened to me um, recently. I went to Miami Swim Week. There was a gifting lounge. Nothing in my size. I could not grab anything. Like, there was nothing there. So that was annoying. But just recently, I got invited to um, go surfing. I was really excited. I was like, I've never surfed before. But my intuition told me, like, my plus girl intuition told me, like, ask them to, like, can you ask them if they have a swimsuit and a wetsuit in my size? Yes. The worst thing that can ha- like as a plus girl, you have to prepare for those moments. Yeah. And so like everything was fine until like the morning of, like hour before we're about to leave to go, and they're like, "Sorry, we don't have a wetsuit or swimsuit in her size." Like, like, could you imagine? I was really disappointed. I, imag- I, 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 you lived know it. it. I've lived it. But can you imagine like me not asking? And I, I drove an hour to Malibu. From my house, and I get there, and I'm literally
1: everybody's getting ready, and I can't do it. For me, my last experience that that's happened to me was we had scheduled horseback riding. This happened to Remy too. Yeah, I don't fit. Yeah. In the the freaking chaps. Yeah, Yeah. And I was literally scared I was gonna break the horse's back. Yeah. And I regret it. I regret not going on that damn horse. So one day I'm going to have my revenge story. And I'm going to ride a damn horse. You should. I mean, I don't like this happened to Remy, too. I, I'm sure you heard about the horse no. thing.
0: She was. Uh, I'd be telling her own story. She's. <laughs> no, because it really triggered me because stories like this trigger me because like I've been the only model on plus model on shoots and felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. For example, like. Sorry, we'll get to the Remy thing later, but it's probably her story to tell and not mine because it's mm-hmm. her experience. But the reason why it triggered me was is that I did a shoot with Lululemon. Mm-hmm. Lululemon, amazing. Oh, they go up to size 22 now. 22, that doesn't fit me. Okay, but listen, I went to their shoot they had in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. It was a running shoot. And I, my run is different. I'm not a speed runner. Yes, I did a marathon, but I also like I do a, a, a slower pace. I I think about the journey, not not the speed. And the girl, they had a, hired a third party, and maybe this wasn't her intention. We had a mutual friend; she seemed pretty cool. I wasn't running fast enough for her, and they were had the team in a car, and us three. There's three of us, and I was trailing behind. And the guy in the car was like, "We can slow down. Like, it's just a shot, right?" Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, "No, go faster, Katie. Go faster. Speed up. Speed up." And like made the shots me feel can be the same. Right, I've modeled for nine years now, and I've also modeled with Nike. And we, you don't really run in the photo shoots. Like you fake run it, yeah. Like there's a way of doing it. You run, but you don't run that much. You know what I mean? You got to look look good. So I've like, I started. I I felt really terrible because I was like, is she trying to tell me I'm unathletic? Like, like I'm literally last, and there there's a think about it, a car in front of you with two girls, and they're only shooting them. I'm like, why am I here? Like, you're supposed to be shooting plus. Like, if you're going to be about plus, actually then be, be ab- about, about it. about plus. Like, we sweat. Like, be about. Like, I've heard on shoots, like, oh, like, we have to take breaks to, like, wipe your sweat off because, like, it's too much sweat for athletic shoots. It's like, they don't know yeah. how to, these brands don't know how to deal with plus. They don't understand plus. So, like, because they're not plus. Yeah. That's
1: the whole thing. And, and that's the issue. People or brands are creating plus size wear but they do not live it. Therefore, they do not know, know about, about boot it. sweat. They do not know that we need a little bit of an inch more in clothes. That's what I, that's what I was saying about yes.
0: Fashion over earlier. They don't care,
1: they just want the dollar.
0: Yeah. But the issue, what's bad about this cycle is, is that they're not willing to give people opportunity to design or whatever to help. Yeah, because fat doesn't sell. But which is so wrong,
1: because it's like a, a
0: billion dollar industry.
1: But what's a billion dollars to trillion dollar industry? I guess, right? So it's not enough. And we will never be enough. However, what we do should, like, it's our communities. It's conversations like this that push us forward. And um, it's us just being. Yeah. Because me and I you think more being, support
0: from yeah. from even within the community because I don't think our community, really it, it's selective on their supporting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you feel like you got in full support from the plus size community?
1: No, never. Never. I don't have any plus size friends, um, especially as influencer friends. I don't have really? any plus yeah. size beauty influencer friends. And that is something I, um, it saddens me. Because you would think as people who feel so left out we would be more willing to accept um, and um, be kind to other people that look like us, but we don't. I think the issue is, is being competitive because there's only one spot.
0: That's really it, it. That's really what it is. Like in the modeling world, there's only one time that door opens, once mm-hmm. a year. Who's gonna yeah. like be able to do that? But
1: the thing is, if that door opens, I can hold your hand, and we can walk through that door together. But right. because we choose not to because we accept the tokenism is the reason why we are not able to move forward right i agree i'm always trying to willing to help like on the side i've been telling models
0: i'm like try to become an influencer it's way better and blah 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 blah. but i don't think a lot of other people are like willing to like help and share and help people grow and and that stuff
1: and we're just humans Yeah. there's enough.
0: There's enough money for everybody. (laughs) Like honestly, there's enough opportunity for everybody. Exactly, but also if you make it,
1: that um, skinny people don't feel this way, or mid-sized people don't feel this way, especially mid-sized people. Mid-sized people are like completely forgotten. Yeah,
0: but so are Asian people. Like Asian models and Asian
1: people. It's middle childhood. Yeah, and and that's and that's sad. The sad part about it, because. For example, like, if you're mid-size, you sit right in that middle where you're not plus size, but clothes are a little bit tight or a little uncomfortable on you.
0: You know how, it's not necessarily the mid-size for me, where I get that feeling, and this is where we kind of go back to, like, being mixed. Mm -hmm. I get that feeling being mixed. I'm not white, and I'm not fully Asian, Mm -hmm. so I'm very specific on how I'm being casted, And so I used to have really blonde hair, and I would get a lot of work being blonde. So then it's like if I have dark hair, then I'm in like a so like basically when you look at campaigns, right? When you're looking at a beauty campaign, you'll see a white girl, fully like blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm -hmm. You'll see uh, an African American girl as well, Mm -hmm. and occasionally you'll see like a full Asian girl, like Mm -hmm. she you can tell that she's like Chinese or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then usually there's a girl with brown hair. Yeah, you're right and like
1: beauty campaigns it's in beauty campaigns
0: and usually regular camp anytime they're trying to show diversity and like so like okay well where do i fit in i'm usually the girl with the brown hair you know what i mean and like that pool is so big because then you're adding in latinas you're adding in like whoever has brown hair it could be a white girl with brown hair too it's the gray space it's the gray space and And i always feel like i'm in the gray space and it's the saddest place to be because
1: you feel the most alone
0: yeah, yeah, 100%. And that's what I feel like as an adult. That didn't really affect me as younger because I had friends and I was able to like, it, we didn't really have those conversations. And I was surrounded with a lot of Asian people too. So I, I felt like I got best of like both worlds in a mm-hmm. sense. But, How as, lucky. but as an adult though, mm-hmm. I find the
1: the hardest struggle with it because I don't fit in anywhere. I think there's beauty in that. I think that's why you're exactly where you need to be because there are so many people in this world that look like me and you that don't look like me and you. Where we fill that gray space up, and that gray space isn't actually f***ing gray. That gray space is filled with color, texture, light, and people forget about that because everything's so black and white. There's a f***ing spectrum between black and white, and we need to remember that. But the thing is,
0: is like being in that gray space right now, isn't cool right now. So there's but not But it will gonna, be cool. But the only way to make it cool is if like you and I speak up and say no this is like an important important thing. Yeah. I mean it's
1: just kind of crazy though, right? Yeah, but it, it should be second nature to us because we've already been to the for anybody who's in a position where you have power or influence or people care about what you have to think or say it's our duty 100%. It's our duty and our job to create right. more space, opportunities, and um, education
0: and right. awareness.
1: I did this um, women's health shoot naked. Yeah, she did it naked. 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 Yes,
0: yeah, she did. And With Hillary Duff. Yeah, well, I didn't get to see her. It was a separate shoot, but like I'm still on the same page, yes, right? Yes. But, uh, but the. The crazy part is, is, like, when I got the email, I immediately said yes. Yes. And then I was, like, and then, you know, you say yes because you're excited, and then you have to sit and you have to, like, process it. And when I was processing it, I was, like, okay, like, I don't think – I don't think Henry Lee is going to be pretty happy about this. Mm-hmm. And, or my mom, you know, they're, like, mm-hmm. what the hell. Like, I have only would do tasteful n- nude in general. Yes. But I sat there, and I was, like, look, this is way bigger than me. Like, this is beyond me. And I was trying to explain this to my it's mom. It's beyond you. It's beyond me. This is for – girls that are looking at me that have similarity that can show like oh she's Asian I relate to her or oh her stomach looks like that because like you can see in the photo my stomach is like I have a different, I don't have a flat stomach so it's like I can relate to that or like so I like was like oh this is this moment is beyond me right now and I just have to like let go and so when I went on the shoot it was just like you know, at first, like, damn, I'm naked in front of people I don't know. Luckily, I had, like, all women, you know what I mean? But still, I don't know them, you know? I'm usually only naked in front of my fiancé or, like, my well, yeah. when I was younger, my mom,
1: you know? But, like, going back to that, you're saying all of this, and all I can think of is, you were that person for me. Oh, well, that's so nice. Like, you were that person for me when I'm looking for clothes, I would buy the shit that you were wearing that's so, because that's as a cancer. Woman, I'm going to cry. No, but like, it's true. And like, you don't realize the impact that your confidence and your fierceness and you choosing you every day has on someone you don't even know yet. And that's the power of sharing. And that's the power of our community. So if you ever felt alone or you're ever nervous at a shoot, you think about that person
0: yeah that's true that you're inspiring because when you're like like I was telling you when you're in your house and you're creating the content sometimes you don't like you get messages but it doesn't really like click until maybe you see somebody in person and they tell you like dang you really helped me with that
1: yeah
0: and that's kind of like it's just crazy you know it's the
1: process yeah and I think that's that's the good we get back yeah for all those times we're good to ourselves and say good things to ourselves in those three seconds so now you just
0: have to remember like everything is like beyond you at this point like you just got to do it you got to put yourself
1: out there if you don't like you're always gonna have regrets you know try to see yourself through the eyes of people that love you because you'll see yourself completely differently I feel like when I was modeling and I was learning to like let
0: go like of what people thought about me actually it was before modeling I remember in college when you were telling me about your moment Mm -hmm. with your sisters my moment was in college when I figured out that confidence is really is what how people are either gravitating towards you or not I let everything go about how I felt image-wise not fully because of course we have our bad days and whatever But I think that's how I became successful as an individual because I focused on my confidence before I focused on my image
1: itself. So if you're ever insecure about your weight or how you look, I want you to go through life like you're a 25-year-old average white male applying for a job because even though they don't have the qualifications, they always get the job because they believe in themselves and they know they're going to do it. That's crazy, isn't it? So, Katie, now is my favorite part of our show. This is Beauty Pop Quiz. You have 1 minute to answer rapid hot fire. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Dress or pantsuit? Both. Fashion trends that should die? Uh, low-rise jeans. Floral, animal print or skulls? <laughs> None. One piece or bikini? Both. What piece of clothing you can never live without? Just cuz we talked about it, my underwear. <laughs> How would you describe your style in one word? Different. What makes you feel the most fierce? Um, my confidence? Fill in the blank. I feel empowered when?
0: I'm confident.
1: What Disney princess are you? <gasps> Pocahontas. And that was Beauty Pop Quiz. Thank you so much for being on my show. It was wonderful to break down being. I know and I'm glad like we're like friends. Like we see we like right. see each other in person. We're always like on
0: our dms and stuff so it's like nice to like see each other and like we're like real friends now like i love official. you so
1: much and i am so proud of your journey and i can't wait for what's next i mean you're so iconic like i,
0: you. I need you to stop with
1: the compliments like <laughs> i said already but thanks for having me i really appreciate it so katie tell everyone where they can find you you gotta follow my friend cute beyonce wind you can find me on instagram <laughs> at katie lee TikTok at
0: official katie Lee.
1: And that's it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Beauty Breakdown. We'll be back next week with another episode. So make sure to subscribe to Pass Your Bedtime on YouTube for the video version of this show. And you can listen on literally all streaming platforms. And remember, stay fierce and be unapologetically human.